Yo, people, and welcome to Through a Different Lens podcast. I'm your co-host, Joe. I'm Dej. I'm Jacob. Yes, my guys. Yes, my guys. How we doing? How we, I mean, we're all kind of wearing black at this moment. We just kind of go straight into it, regardless of how we're doing. Trust yeah. me. I was going to say tired. That's what I was going to respond with. To be fair, yeah, I am as well. <laughs> Thankfully, um got to catch up on sleep and stuff but yeah let's just go straight into it uh unfortunately Maidstone United's FA Cup run glorious storyline of an FA Cup run has come to an end um end of the road no boys to men yeah losing last night to Coventry City in the championship obviously once this episode is out it won't be last night blah 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 a few days ago Mm. but um yeah uh we'll just go straight to the man himself uh Maidstone's own Jacob. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so t- honestly I'm tired. If we got back. We got back earlier hours of this morning, so we're putting on a recording just for you guys. But um, actually, wait before you even do it, let's let's break it down a little bit. Take us through yeah the day before the match. So going to Cov and all that pre-match stuff. Take us through that first. Okay. Well, we went up yesterday. We went up on the day of the game. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we didn't go up. So we went up there the game. Um, met the coach in meet time was twelve. Um, then we went to other in Maidstoner and Wolfham Abbey. Wolfham Abbey one fifteen. So I met Wolfham Abbey. Then we got the coach up to Cov uh, to the Village Hotel. Uh, round three forty five. We got down there. Pre match was in like pre match was in that hotel. Good vibes. Same mm-hmm. same like before. Same like before against um, Ipswich. Good, good vibes. Everyone was just buzzing around saying, okay, cool, we're going to do this, 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 this. Um, preparing well for the game. Everyone was in good spirits. No real nerves this time because everyone had gone through yeah. the same experience last time. So everyone was in, like, everyone was ready. Um, and then, yeah, we just we just wanted to get to the game, really. So uh, pretty much out of the way. Had time to chill, chat. Um, so half the boys are vlogging. So there's loads of vlogs that are going to be coming out because yeah. a lot of the boys okay. were filming what was going on just for the experience. Um, so that was that. was that. Then we headed to the game. We got to the game really, really early, to be fair. Uh, we got to the game two hours early. So we must have got there 5.45. Oh, to the ground, yeah. Yeah, we got to the ground 5.45. Yeah, because wow. I saw, I think, BBC Sport or the FA Cup. T- no, I think it was the FA Cup tweet when you lot had got off the coach. Yeah, and then a couple of your teammates were filming like the fans and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so we got to the game five forty-five, which is which is early for a match day. To be fair, usually we're there about an hour and a half before, so we were there two hours before. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we're just looking around the surroundings. Obviously Coventry's grounds, great pitch, great stadium. Mm, very um, nice stadium. It's um, it's much it's much changed since I've been there before. Um, since I played there before, really. Um, it's real real nice there. To be fair. Mm-hmm. Um and. Then it was just a case of, you know, get as the gaffer always says, get your pictures, enjoy the moment. Yeah, yeah. So you get like a good 15 minute period to take the pics, enjoy the moment, enjoy what's the surroundings. And then he even said, keep your earrings in. This is because he hates us having our earrings and that sort of stuff. He was like, keep your earrings in. I was thinking, okay, there's something wrong today, but it was fine. <laughs> he said, keep your earrings in, take your pictures. Um, so we did all that sort of stuff. Um, and then we have 15 minutes and it's just straight now. Okay, cool. That's all out of the way. Focus on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, then back in, back in, obviously warm up. Well, our just usual stretching program that I go through and yeah. everyone else goes through music blaring. Then Gaffer's talk was just, um, dare to believe. That's, that's kind of what we went in. Same, same sort of notion as Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Uh, dare to believe, believe in us, believe in everything, as I said before. 
and you know going he said we're already history makers but let's go one more yeah yeah that was we'll create more history yeah that was the message going out really um and the warm up was good um like it felt like everyone was in in a good place it didn't feel like anyone was out of their comfort zone mm. uh so yeah, and then we just, and then obviously we went, we went in from the warm up, and there was only about fifteen to eighteen thousand fans in there. And then when we came back out for the start of the game, the walkout, yeah, we went, oh, okay. It, the crowd had filled up massively, and credit yeah. to Coventry as well. That yeah, was definitely. their, that was their lar- largest crowd of the season. You can always, you can obviously see the team they put out; they weren't messing around either. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was in for a good game, but um, yeah, that was that was that the build up. Yeah, that was a build up. Yeah, that was a build up to the actual 90 minutes so now talk us through the 90 minutes now <laughs> even though it wasn't the result that we we wanted yes hence why we're in black but you know <laughs> we did not plan this yeah, <laughs> no, um well uh obviously so the key the key obviously you play the game in like phases so you we play in the first 50 like every 15 minutes mm. you kind of play in 15 minute phases so mm-hmm. what to do and what not to do in the first 15 really yeah because it's, it's three phases per half anyway yeah. like easy um and just depending on where and how they sometimes your first 15 minute phase might last for 45 minutes just because it's working yeah mm-hmm. yeah you get what i mean so um it was a different to, sort of game to ipswich whereas we had more of the ball than we did against Ipswich. Yeah. Um, but we also knew if we have more of the ball, we're more vulnerable because when you have the ball, you're more vulnerable to mistakes because you're expansive. Yeah. You're you're having to be in, you're, you're out of shape essentially when you have the ball. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if any mistakes are made, you're vulnerable for a counter attack. You're yeah. vulnerable for any, anything to happen. And we're not playing against our normal level of opposition where when you do make a mistake, it's not punished. When you make a mistake at that level, it's punished within two, it was punished within two passes. Yeah, 10, 15 true. seconds, the ball's in the back of your net. Yeah, they move very quickly in transition. Exactly. Um, and we found that out very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first 10 minutes of the game, kind of, we found that out mm-hmm. instantly. Um, we, we, I feel like we, we, we started in a good place though, in terms of pressure wise, um, that the first few minutes we were, we were kind of, higher up the pitch where we wanted to be yeah like the first the first five you know was in there you was in their half yeah kind of pressing and when it got to like minute like nine yeah i was like oh yeah it's like they kind of got out of their half and then yep. once they got out of their half they pinned us in we don't mind being pinned in because we can sit in a shape and shuffle but it was just when but you have to do it that's the yeah, yeah you, <laughs> like you have to keep shuffling yeah it's but the only thing is when you do have the ball in those moments you have to make sure the first pass is secured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was our problem. We weren't securing the first pass. And sometimes we weren't securing the second. We'd secure the first one, but then the second one would be giving it straight back to them and not overhitting the pass or mm-hmm. putting the pass in behind. We're giving it back Just to like them. Just like right there. Yeah. And where, and then say, I'm because I'm in the midfield, say the pass is over, say the pass is overhit by five yards, the wrong side of me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I now can't get back because they've taken a first touch five yards away and they're, they're already driving and I'm running back behind you. You get what yeah. I mean? Um, so yeah, uh, we we conceded after that for what, nine minutes? Nine minutes. Nine? Yeah, nine. So the first one was after nine. The second one was after 13. 13. Yeah, 13 or 14. Yeah. yeah, and then we switched shape. So we started shape four, one, two, three. So four through three, but just I wasn't. The, the, I was usually I'm the only ten. Mm-hmm. So we were playing two because they play two deep liners. Yeah. Um. So, and then we switched to a three. We switched to a three. What, a three four five, two, two one. Or three. What? 
my maths is correcting me. Yeah, three yeah, four. Yeah. yeah, three. We switched to a three so, four two one. So and Lamar behind Manny. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those those were the. That's all we switched to, um, and I feel like that worked better um, in terms of how we could get on the ball. Because sometimes when I'm playing as the um, the ten. I am isolated. I, I'm, I'm having to rely on second balls a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. So when when I'm now in the two minute midfield, I can actually just go and get the ball for centre back and try and get us to some form of playing style. Playing, yeah. Um, and I felt like we were in a better shape in terms of in the three at the back. Okay, cool. You know you've always got three behind you. There's yeah. four of us across midfield. There's two of us in front. So the two can screen us too. So we're basically a box in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one up top can always drop in on the back of the pivot. Yeah. Their six, which was the Liam Kelly. Um, so we were just trying to shuffle and then where we could push up the pitch, push up the pitch or naturally just try and gain advantage. Anytime the ball went backwards, try yeah. and gain a few yards. But um, they what they were doing was good. Coventry were kind of luring us into certain things. Um, they were moving it, moving it, moving it, and just waiting. Yeah, standing on the ball. Exactly what they were doing. Yeah, just standing on the ball, waiting for us to, one of us to jump. Especially yeah. their centre backs. Yeah, as soon as as soon as one of us stepped out of shape or stepped left, stepped even if you stepped the wrong way, one one yard, they'll play the pass and you can't get back there. Bro, they capitalised so well on you lot being out of shape at certain mm. aspects. Like, and it's not even, not it's not even criticism to you lot. Like out of shape, <clears throat> being out of shape naturally happens when you're trying to create attacks, etc. Yeah, but either side of the field, like as soon as they saw someone was out of position, if your attack broke down, they were going straight to that, like At getting that the point. ball in two passes yeah. so quick. And I was like, all right, cool, this is an efficient football team, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and the difference between them and Ipswich was what would happen is, and I was saying it when we we're playing Ipswich, I said, if the Ipswich players would when they would play through us, if the Ipswich players would um, just turn and drive, they were driving at our back four. Yeah. But the Ipswich players would set. Whereas yesterday, Casey Casey was getting on the ball. Casey Palmer, for context, was getting on the ball. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was driving on the half turn already. Yeah. So now it's a problem because we're used to, okay, someone's going to get the ball there and probably set. So, but yeah. when someone gets the ball and he's now driving at your back three or back four, one of the centre-halves got to step out and they've got William running, they had Ellis Sims and then Hadji Wright running. Yeah. And, and Tavares as to, well. To yeah. Running off the other side. Yeah, so now Tavares kept running all match. That's the thing. So when you've got runners, 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 and half of them are running, they're not they're not running for any, they're just unselfish runs, but they're creating space for another yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. Which are the key and, runs. And that's that's what was dragging some of you guys out of position as well. Right. But that was dragging us out of position even when they were just playing. So like someone yeah. a midfielder would just make a run, but you can't not track it, because if you don't track it, they're gonna play it. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to move out of position. And then it was just hoping that some one of your players would drop back in for you. But stuff happens so fast on the football pitch that you, it's difficult. Yeah. It was very fast. Yeah. Very fast. And what they're doing is they're just bouncing the ball. So when they're, they're lending it. So sometimes they're lending it just to see a different picture. Mm-hmm. So it's just in, back, in, back. Just to see if the picture's changed. And sometimes the picture don't change, but you can see after doing it a few times, the next time that happens when we're in that same situation, yeah. the picture might change. Yeah, one of you might bite. Yeah, yeah, because you've seen it before. Mm. Yeah. So they're playing. You're playing a game of cat and mouse, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was. <laughs> and you're just you're just hoping and you're seeing and you're trying to read certain things and trying to you're trying to see. Okay, cool. They're going to do it this time. They're going to do it that time. Okay, and then eventually you're thinking, okay, I've got to step out because I feel like they're they're running me around here. Yeah, yeah. And when you do step out, that's when they penetrate. Because one thing they done well. I'd say that they done different to Ipswich was they wore you lot out quicker. Right. Mm. 
like for instance, even if they're doing a keep ball thing and they're being calm, as soon as they're ready to attack, their short sprints were so effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like we were saying, Casey Palmer, the way he was receiving the ball on the half turn, as soon as the ball was going into him, Hadji Wright, Ellis Sims and Tavares were all that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were all re- Like Ellis Sims was already on the centre-back shoulders like mm-hmm. that. So, boom, as soon as, if any time he could go in, it would be peak, innit? Whereas yeah. like Ipswich, it was more build-up, build-up, build-up. Yeah. And they got a lot of chances. Yes. <laughs> But, but not more clear cut. You lot didn't waste as much energy yes. in that sense. Because if they're breaking your shape, you lot weren't getting out of shape at the switch mm-hmm. game. They were just breaking you down. Yeah. But then when you lot could counter, you we, could see how effective yeah. it was because of the space. Mm-hmm. Whereas yesterday, anytime you lot tried to counter, the counter didn't work. You lot actually had, I'd say, your half chances yeah. or opportunities from just playing. Yeah, they, yeah. They, That's, oh, you know yeah. I mean? They weren't on the counter-attack yeah. opportunities yesterday. Because you're right in saying what you said in terms of the difference between Ipswich and, and Coventry. And what Coventry were doing, I felt like, I felt like they watched what we did against Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they, they tried said, to nullify that they basically straight said, away. You lot ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, their centre-backs weren't as high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the centre-backs really sat deep. And if the ball went over the top, the centre-backs would always have a five yards on our striker. Even if our strike, even if our striker's quicker and would get there, yeah. it's not a counter-attack because the centre-backs back behind him yeah yeah ready so all he's doing is forcing shape, you back shape wise they were really good yeah they really they, good. they were in a controlled shape and the centre halves are good ball players mm-hmm. so when the ball did go over the top in the National League what you find is or lower down you find players just kick it out of play yeah yeah their centre backs would control it and go back to their keeper yeah or control it and just play their full back or control it and stand on it for a while which yeah. is which, which makes a lot of difference because when you're used to um, someone facing their own goal and then kicking out of play you're thinking okay we're, we're gaining territory you can pin them yeah, yeah yeah pin them back a bit but in those games you're not gaining any territory by banging the ball <laughs> in behind yeah it's just going right back to them yeah you're just giving it back to them and now you're just having to and you, you can't even push up you just have to stay there now because they're coming back so fast <laughs> that's the thing and when you do push up you're you, if everyone doesn't go together and there's space in behind you know where the ball's going in behind even the mm. one time for their third goal because the first two goals will happen early, then we kind of change shape. Their third goal was the, uh, they went long. Yeah. They went long. Just let them, Liam Kelly played a um, half diag kind of to the striker. They set it. Casey comes on, has a strike. Has a strike. And then they they scored a rebound. Rebound, yeah. So they, they do stuff at yeah. the right times. You get what I mean? When they need to go long, they go long. And when they don't need to go, and more, they're a footballing team, so they want to play. Yeah. But when they do need to go and overhit a pass or just go longer, it's not a long ball. It's a long pass for them. Yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? Whereas we're trying to... We, we And we did play at times, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I say more in the second half when we kind of... It was 3-0. Or even when... Yeah, you did play a lot better in the second even, half. Mm-hmm. I'd say halfway through the first half. Yeah. Obviously, they were 2-0 up at that point. But then you lot started to like just express yourself a bit mm-hmm. more effect- mm-hmm. effectively. And then my only issue was there wasn't enough shots taken. That's true. There was like, you're getting in spaces where there's half chances potentially, getting crosses in, boom, or it's like, you look, I won't say, <coughs> not in an arrogant way, but I won't say you look, we're trying to score the perfect goal, but it, it felt like that it sometimes. It felt like that sometimes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, bro, just put, test the keeper in it. Yeah. You get me? Obviously good keeper. I know the keeper, Ben Wilson, known him from Cardiff, but um, just test him. Mm. Like, you, was it a couple times I think 
Lamar obviously he's beat the full in fact both of the wingers um, beat the fullbacks initially putting crosses and it got to the other winger for instance and he or, should just took a, or whoever a was on the other side yeah. yeah and there was certain times it's either cut back to one of the midfielders just hit it yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah sometimes just put them under so they can see alright cool mm. like so no no that was the hindsight but yeah no that was but that's one of the things I was thinking when we were playing I was thinking we're at half time we said look boys when we're in positions to shoot I know we want to cut it back and score the perfect like finish but you know if you don't shoot you don't score at the end of the day so and you never know what can happen you walk and deflect off three men in the box and you get what I mean so which, which happens in football that's the thing because it's funny before their third goal I think that's when they realised alright you lot are actually playing a bit yeah 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 and their third goal was effectively more different than their other goals where it was more snap yeah, than yeah. boom whereas the other ones were obviously it was snap but it was while opening you quicker. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Third goal, like you said, Casey's received the ball, snapshot, boom. Yeah. Keepers had to make that save. Mm-hmm. And then the rebound. That's it. And before you look so at that five, ten minute spell of where the game was a bit more balanced. Yeah, we had we were we were falling on the second ball. Yeah. I remember I'm falling a few in the middle of the pitch and just <sighs> being able to just Play that that, that, that that second balls one that was that was getting him. Bro, that yeah. was getting him. I was saying <laughs> it for, that that one that one lads that pissed me off throughout the whole game because oh. he was few. <laughs> like you're half the time, especially for teams dominating, you're really gonna win the first balls, mm-hmm. and it could be a good percentage you won't win the second balls. But if you're not putting yourself in that opportunity to win, to it. battle that yeah. second ball, you're giving them time to just settle. Play. Yeah. So, for instance, if Kelly or is it talk the other centre yeah, yeah. if they're receiving the second balls and they could just scan the pitch, you're like, yeah, what's the point? Yeah. Whereas if like others are there and it's not even in midfield, it was literally everywhere. It was everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Like second balls compared to Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. Ipswich, you lot would battle for your second balls. Even if you didn't win it, at least you're on a position where they have to go and start all the way again. Right, right, right. You lot could get back in shape yes, e- yes, effectively. Cov, yeah. anywhere on the pitch that a second ball was, whether it was their half, your half, they could count on you lot yeah. when it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I had a great A second ball should be where, all right, we need to start playing again, yeah. etc. We need to even mm-hmm. like get in our shape on the ball. And I'm like, bro, I was like, boys, just do this for me, please. No, I, I, I agree with you because I had a gripe at halftime, just before half, just before the halftime whistle went. They played a ball inside and I went to press top, but I'd seen what they, they'd been doing the whole game. They want to play around the corner. Yeah. So he, the ball's come into top and he's gone to play. So I've gone to press him, but I was saying, you're not going to, you're playing this off one. So I've cut back towards where Casey is. I've blocked off the pass and no one's won the second ball. Yeah. And I've turned around. I think and I blocked that one. Yeah, I've you turned, turned around, around and screamed <laughs> at someone, yeah? And the, the whistle went like 30 seconds later and, and on the way in, I'm just screaming at people. Yeah, and the man, um, the assistant stopped me. What's what's wrong? And I just, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I said. <laughs> said yeah. But yeah, I was just, scre- I was yeah, just screaming. Yeah, I actually remember that just before half Yeah, time. I was just <laughs> screaming because I said, I said, how many times are we not going to fall on the second ball mm. in and around this area? Because every time the ball drops and it drops to them, it becomes an issue for us. And that's what the problem and they, is. And they make an issue quick. This is the thing. I think on that one, the thing that it looked like that pissed you off was you looked at hunt impacts at, at those moments either. No. Like, obviously, it's easier said than done. It's difficult. <laughs> Do you it know what I mean? Difficult. It's very difficult. And yeah. obviously, knowing as a former technician, man, no, you get it. But like, <laughs> you can just see everything Ipswich, as much as you lot rode your luck, there was so much cohesion that game. Yes. <laughs> there yeah. was like... 
what's what's it on FIFA when the team chemistry, chemistry yeah yeah obviously I don't really play it anymore but yeah. like man no, the chemistry was like all right cool if you're going I'm gonna be near enough there to support you right right whereas right. there's certain aspects whoever's pressing for instance as alone. soon as Kov just played that one pop they utilize this um, space, space on the pitch yeah <laughs> and it's not even width wise they just utilize the actual space mm-hmm. and that's where I think caught you lot off guard oh no 100% because sometimes I felt like but this is the thing we, we discussed. So we said, if we're going to go, everyone's got to come with the person that goes. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go at the right times. So when, especially when the ball's in like the mid third of the pitch, we can't let them walk us down. So when the ball's in the mid third, we got to engage somewhere. Not all the time, because sometimes sitting, just sitting and just shuffling makes sense. Yeah. But when we have to go, say if I went. Mm-hmm. So if I went, Someone's got to come for the next one and come for the next one. But sometimes I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Where's the next person? And it's just, okay, let me just get back into shape. Mm-hmm. But because I understand everyone's at points is tired because obviously you're just running around. You get what I mean? Mm. But at the same time, we, we had this, we had a system where if you do go, try and get someone to come behind yeah, you. Yeah. But make sure you're going at the right time. So don't go on a press, drop back in, go on a press. Yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? So go on a press, settle down, go on a press. Um... But yeah, then obviously came up for second half. Um, and obviously they're freeing it up. So they don't, they're, I think they kind of put, they're just trying to control and manage the game, yeah, not yeah. make any many mistakes. So we had more of the ball. We had a few little combinations in the first, like five, six minutes of the second half um, where we had a shot and it was off target. Um, and then we just, we we're trying to play. Mm-hmm. We were trying to play, you know, and trying to just get round the ball more. And just try and fall on, try and fall on seconds. Try and do stuff quicker. Try and play quicker. Um, not take as many touches in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Try and just be more expressive. Show, show. Okay, cool. We're Maidstone, and we we belong to. We got here, so let's not make a fool of ourselves. Let's yeah. Try and, mm. Let's try and you know. Try stand on business a little bit. Yeah, implement ourselves <laughs> into the game. And obviously, then the gaffer wanted to get everyone involved. You know, get the players on. Yeah. Um, get players off, which is, which is understandable. And to be fair, just with the energy that you lot yeah. had taken up like, mm-hmm. throughout the game, you could you could tell players were starting to wear out and stuff. Which yeah. that one you cannot fault one bit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like when you're playing um, a team that's like obviously leagues above, when they play to their strengths and they utilize it, because mm-hmm. that's effectively what Coventry done. Yeah. It's like all right, cool. It'll make you lot naturally down to mm-hmm. yourself in it. So like Yeah, so we just try we we just we just tried to keep up what we were well not keep up, we were just stay match obviously their intensity. Yeah, yeah. And then try and bring what quality we do have into that. You get what I mean? And when you have the ball, be calm. Because it's not everything that needs to be frantic. Yeah. They're not always pressing us. You get what I mean? They're not always in our face and when they are in our face we play we we play with pressure in our face in training it's not i understand there's another player running at you but it's not like if someone is this close to me regardless of what league he's in yeah he's just another player it's not going to be any different you yeah. get what i mean yeah so, so it's still man it's still, man at the end it's of still, the day. It's still a man just pressing me he's not pressing me any different he might come at the wrong angle in a different league but he's yeah. not pressing me any different he's still pressing me so be calm try and play um and i feel like in the second half we tried to you know get something going mm-hmm. some form of you know yeah, he was popping the ball about a little bit I see you put the ball into like some spaces but it just didn't connect at the time with, with yeah. some of the other some of the other players yeah but you get that you know you get that because we, we, we spoke about that though we spoke after we were like look like this you, but you always have good chemistry with certain players in the yeah. team you get yeah that's I mean? natural so you always know where like because I've been playing I've been playing with Lamar and Liam a bit 
I always kind of know where they are. You yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. In terms of, I don't have to look to know where you should be. Whereas others, I might have to, oh, okay, I'm have to think twice before playing that pass. Mm-hmm. But it's just the same. It's just cohesion and just getting to know, getting to know everyone and play with everyone consistently. Because obviously our team injuries and stuff like that, our team's been changing. I'm relatively new still to the team. I've only been here for two months. Yeah. So. And I mean, yeah, you, I was saying to Zed during the game, you lot couldn't even name a full bench. You were missing like three players. Off that's the, the Three, thing. four players off the bench or whatever. That's Obviously the thing. a lot of players cup tied for you mm-hmm. lot um, and a couple injuries here and there. And just even players that played not being 100%, obviously it's not yeah. an excuse or whatever, but it's just. No, it's, it's a real thing though. Because even when, at the Ipswich game, you was on one ankle. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And people don't even know that. No, but you know, I'm out there. But when you're out there, all they see is a name on the back of your shirt. They think you're fit. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so I, I'm, I never got out there saying, oh, I'm hurt. Well, that's, that's that's the assumption when you're out there anyway. So That's the thing. So everyone, no matter what performance you put out there, someone, no one in it, a million miles away is going to say, oh, he was injured. Yeah, yeah. I no. know I'm injured. <laughs> and the people around me know I'm injured. Well, you put on that shirt, you're fit. That's the thing. 100%. And that's your choice to put on the shirt and play. 100%. 100%. So... There's no, there's no qualms if anyone said you didn't do well. You get what I mean. So, that's that's where I'm at with it. But it was a good experience. It was a great experience to be fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had literally. <laughs> you could put my family, your family, Deji's family. <laughs> the whole of Croydon was there. <laughs> were, we're there, bro. Like, and that is like obviously credit to yourself mm-hmm. and like your peoples, etc. And just made so in general, about 5k fans yes. traveling to cover on a Monday yeah. night. Um, and I, obviously, I was in the city early during the day and seeing made some fans in the town center and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, this is good, man. It's great for the club. Like, yeah. regardless of the result, that whole experience for you lot as the players, um, the staff as well. Obviously, the gaffer George, he's played at the highest level. Yes, yes, But like yes. him experiencing that as a coach or manager, mm. that might motivate him differently as well. That's mm. the furthest he's ever got. Exactly. Um, Player or coach. So that's the furthest he's ever got in FA Cup. Oh, swear. Yeah, so Fair. this is a new experience Jeez. for him too. <laughs> so that's mad. And man's yeah. played Premier League. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then, like I said, for the fans and the town made so in itself, bro, like it's put you lot on the map. Yeah, they travelled so well. Yeah. And stuff. So... Right, mate, experience itself. That experience, no one can take that from you. No, no, no. You other guys. Yeah. And I think I'm happy what how you lot enjoyed it after the game. Mm. Obviously, you were sad, disappointed, dejected with the um, end result and stuff like that. Then I think when you lot actually could do your lap again, etc., or just as time went by a bit, you lot could actually see your family members, etc., and then enjoy the experience, yeah. enjoy the support you were getting. Mm-hmm. And I think like the Maidstone fans helped that by just continuously singing and cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you, you know, jumping and party. I clocked up at one point, I was like, huh? Why are they jumping and party? I was like, who won? <laughs> who won? What are they doing? No, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, listen, they were celebrating like crazy. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, it's true, because I, I was in the crowd. Yeah, you were with us, so you yeah. didn't read the clock. Yeah, I, I, but I, I didn't even know half the time on the pitch, the boys were still celebrating because I was in the crowd with all of you guys. Yeah. Because at that point, I was like, you know what? The family, everyone, family, friends, everyone's come to watch. Mm-hmm. Let me go and show my love to everyone over here. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I understand, I love the Maidstone fans and all that sort of stuff, but the family and friends, they've all come to watch. They're the most important thing at that time. Yeah. So I've come to watch and I was, I'll come back and celebrate with the boys after. Yeah, yeah. And you get what I mean. So that was that was my main thing, really. Because I didn't even, I, didn't, I wasn't on the pitch for any of the ITV stuff or any of that sort of stuff. I, yeah, he was, he was with us. Yeah. To be fair, I think there was a, 
before we saw you when your family went to the corner the yeah. first time the gaffer unexpectedly just called so I think there was another player that missed it and he called for everyone to take a group picture yeah 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 so, that was me and uh, Kips yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I think I, that, got the, I got the picture on my phone yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why um, and just before we near enough wrap up whose shirt did you Latabudier yes yeah, play, I'm playing against him when I'm on international. So we were playing against each other. He's uh, Jamaica's captain. Yes. Well, he, was, he was one. He was Jamaica's captain for some, one of the one of the games. But um, yeah, he's um, he's playing right back, but he's uh, holding mid. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, he's a midfielder. Yeah, really. midfielder. Yeah. He's playing right back. He plays everywhere for them. Fair. Good, good, good guy. To be fair, we were just chatting after the game. We were speaking about international duty. Mm. Um, and he's just talking about we were talking about Trinidad and how I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, we were just yeah we were just chatting, um, chatting away to be fair. But as I said, great experience for us, and I enjoy it. Uh, you know what? I feel like every time I step in them stadiums, I'm like this is what football's about. Yeah, like like no, this definitely. Is, this is kind of where you want to be every week. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? This is this is like the pinnacle of kind of kicking ball. You know, it's added motivation for you as well. Yeah, so. when you're there. You don't, you don't ever want to leave that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it's like you Ipswich away, you have twenty nine thousand. Last night you have twenty seven, near enough thousand. Yeah. You get what I mean? So you're playing in front of these massive crowds, and, and the, the the atmosphere was was nuts yesterday. That's, and that, that's the that, thing. Credit to the Coventry City fans as well. Yes, yeah. the ones that were near us as well, bro. They were before the game. They were singing during mm-hmm. the game. They were singing. They were yeah. trying to outsing us. Like. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "This, this is it." Like they didn't show the league disparity. Not at all. Not like do you know. I mean, usually you'll go to a big club and it'll be more or less quite quiet and stuff. Mm-hmm. But nah, bro, they were. They were. They had singing. all their lights, all, all that jazz. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, and and, and the, the banner as well. <laughs> yeah, and obviously yeah. just like I was saying, the stadium itself is just a very nice stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that stadium is transformed though. It really is transformed. Yeah. Great club, great club commentary, you know. Yeah. And yeah, wish them all the best in the FA Cup. Wish my boys that played there in all the best in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Great game yesterday, so for them. And yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll learn from it. And obviously we'll take a few things from that game. And if we, impl- Im- if we implement some of what we did yesterday, when mm. we did get the ball down and played into our performances in the league, yep. there's no doubt about what we can achieve this season. So we now can have full focus on the league and... You know, I feel like we we've seen some things yesterday that we can kind of implement into our game, like we did at Ipswich, um, but more so pl- with playing. You get what I mean? Playing yeah. football because we know we have the players that can do it, and you know we just try and kind of move on from there and take take this experience, take everything with us, just and build on it. Build on it, and essentially we all want to play higher. We all want to be higher. So, yeah. and the only way you can get get there is by playing well, winning games, mm-hmm. showcasing yourself like we did yesterday. Um, so hopefully we all put a, out a good outfit for ourselves and yeah, the club definitely. so yeah just trying to I mean well like we said fantastic cup run um, near enough historic for Maidstone um, big up historic yourself. in general yeah big up yourself big up your teammates yes, the yes, staff yes. everyone associated with the club just me, big up Maidstone yep mm-hmm. um, up the stones up the stones indeed the black amber army um, yes. <laughs> and full voice and yeah we're just looking forward to obviously for you lot now just to finish the season strong yeah battling for a playoff spot and stuff like mm-hmm. that um and just use that as added motivation yes to obviously get to the next level get to the next step and stuff but yeah big up maidstone united yes, get me yes yes um yeah obviously we'll just move on to 
following topics and obviously you I always forget how to say his name you just said the Latabudier yeah Latabudier um coming up is well 2025 sorry the gold cup Mm -hmm. um and obviously you played against Jamaica before but the gold cup's gonna be and the US where it's gonna be hosted and obviously me wanting to speak about the US hosting the gold cup and in 2025 and then the world cup in 2026 yeah um, oh no they're hosting copa america and yes you said Co- yeah copa, copa america, america this yeah. year isn't this it? year um, gold cup's next year yeah 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 so, I could try around for so yeah. they've literally got three summers of three international tournaments mm-hmm. but my main concern is they're effectively they're the u.s guns mm. i won't even say gun safety laws just u.s gun culture yes um which effectively drags in the laws. Obviously, don't need to get back get into that aspect. But recently, I'd say was it two weeks ago now? Time's flown. But the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, um, mm-hmm. when they won the Super Bowl, my team, um, <laughs> they had their celebrations and their parade. And then, unfortunately, the parade got marred by yeah the that incident, the yeah. shootings that happened, and um, one woman unfortunately lost her life. But as you, as an athlete, going potentially going there mm-hmm. um, for the Gold Cup and stuff like that, do you like? In fact, I won't even say as an athlete as much. I think I see it more as a fan perspective. It's made me made me doubt going to the World Cup right. in twenty twenty six because me and my friends spoke about it when I think the US first got announced a few years ago. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh yeah, planning, planning, blah blah blah. But it's like, bro, if there's gonna be a major event in certain states and cities and stuff like that, it's like, I, I think it's. From a fan's perspective, it's different because as as athletes, we're always uh, policed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, yeah, we have police around us twenty four seven. Gold cup, but um, your police escorts everywhere. Anywhere you go, if you want to go shop, da 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 da, police are with you. So there's no real, no real threat. No real threat. There's obviously a threat because you're in America. In fact, not even in America. It's just there's a threat anywhere. Yeah, as a as a team, as a player, anywhere Mm. you go. There's definitely a threat. Yeah. But um, in terms of like, as from an athlete's perspective, because we're so guarded, yeah. you don't really see much. Of, there could be stuff going on, but we just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in like the parade, um, the Kansas City Chiefs parade, whereas that's how the fans will be. Yeah, yeah. In the World Cup, in the Copa America, in the Gold Cup. Like they'll just be out and about mm-hmm. in cities, in not in their numbers. And literally, you never know what can happen because you, it's any randomer in America is allowed to walk around with guns. Yeah. So any randomer can then just say, oh, today's a bad day. Let me start yeah. shooting people. It, it, it don't even need to, it don't need to be no event. That's the they, thing. They get shot in everyday life. Because mm-hmm. everyone they can carry a gun. They began to the shop, they began to school, they began cinema, they began to a concert. Someone's been shot in all them situations. Mm-hmm. Over nothing. Nothing at all. And obviously not to be ignorant because it can literally happen anywhere in the world it mm-hmm. happens in any country anyway but just in these particular instances um mm. for these kind of specific things you're like bro this happens too much in america where i think fifa should highly consider changing the world yeah. changing the but obviously for them for a lot of businesses <laughs> money talks and, and yeah. stuff and obviously they've already won the bid etc yeah, that's, that's, blah, that's, blah, blah, blah. that's what it's about at the end of the day man it's just about the bottom line with how much cash they can get in so america no america it's gonna be there man 
and that, and that country ain't gonna it's not gonna change if anything they're gonna put more guns on the street they're, 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 gonna, they're gonna teach you how to survive from guns instead, well, of, more guns. instead of yeah instead of <laughs> removing guns to be fair yeah. um, on when first things first done their, sh- their following show after the incident in Kansas City <clears throat> I think it was Nick that yeah. said he'd spoke to maybe an old lady or something like that and then yeah I heard the story yep her was it an old lady or someone but basically this person's 14 year old I have a daughter or granddaughter. Yeah, it was old lady, granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, granddaughter was basically... She didn't know what to do. She was prepped um, in that case of a uh, gun incident. <laughs> mm, from the schools. Yeah, because the schools, they're teaching the kids, obviously, how to react in those resp- um, situations. So basically be prepped, some sort know. of response. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, like, how are children the one that are telling adults? what? Obviously not to be naive in these situations, but telling them what to do in that particular situation you're prepping children to mentally be ready for <laughs> yeah just in case there's a shootout in their mm-hmm. school etc and now they're having to adapt that into a wider society which the parade was effectively right it's right like right. bruh really it's like the first red flag should have been like the fact that you have to prepare for shooting in school yeah first red flag even even the fact that it happens in school, red flag. Yeah, me personally, I I just can't imagine kids. Here. Obviously, none of us got kids or yet, etc. Blah blah blah. But like, imagine. Obviously, I've still got a younger sister and stuff like that. And if she was to tell man, like, yo, this is what we learned at school today, I would be like, what the hell? Yeah, it's it's. Like, odd. I think about it. got got young nephew now. So imagine he like you asked, oh, like, what do you do today? When he goes up, like, oh, have you learned preparation for for a gun situation? Yeah. You'd be like, what? Like, I don't even know. How can you even react to that? Yeah. You just look confused. But in America, it's the norm. Yeah. Well, That's, that part, yeah. yeah. It's not the norm effectively, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. But in, in that country, because guns are so prevalent and they're like, everyone that you walk past could be carrying one, yeah. you need to be prepared for everyone to use one. That's so wild, man. So... Like, they actually learn about guns like we learn about maths in school. It's it's a lesson. Yeah. It's full on, full on a lesson, how to prepare for... But they learn how to prepare for a mass shooter to come into your school and try and kill everyone. That doesn't make sense. Mm. That will never make sense. No, no uh, never. <laughs> like, are they, are, I've, I don't even know the laws inside stadiums in America. Are you allowed to carry a gun in the stadium? I ain't got, I ain't got a clue. But, uh, because... I know all the states have different laws regarding yeah. guns. Yeah. Because if you're allowed, now allowed to carry your guns in the stadiums, you you mix alcohol with the adrenaline, with maybe an argument with an opposing fan. Yeah. Or even with your own fan. Yeah, <laughs> next thing you know, boom, that's the thing. So I don't know, I, this is the confusion. Are you allowed guns in these stadiums as well? Like, I think, I don't know if you have to reconsider because they never will. Yeah. They're, they're, because they're never, they'll never reconsider. Because the last World Cup happened in Saudi. Was it in Saudi? My bugging was in Qatar. 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 Yeah, last World Cup had to happen in Qatar. Yeah, but th- this is where, like, and I think this is where the media are hypocrites and, like, say journalists and stuff like that. Because they had so much energy for Qatar. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the Qatari laws and stuff like that. People that I've known that have gone to the World Cup 
they said it was the safest environment that they've been to. 100%. And Those countries are safe though. Exactly. But like all the energy they had pre-World Cup, they've not had it post-World Cup <coughs> when it was so successful. Right. They never right, said right. it as loud either. No. <laughs> like, whereas this, everyone's known like US Gondors, their concerns for years because it's, it's hit like Europe, for instance, do you know what I mean, etc. Well, you could see that from... Um, anything that happens, how the rest of the world reacts and stuff. Yeah. But like the media here for it, or journals here, I've read, obviously I follow quite a lot. When, when it was Qatar World Cup, their think pieces, their articles, they'll be ready to write it before the competition's even started. I, I think I think they just, they just uh, defer to the agenda of their employer anyway. So depending on what this country is on or what their country or where they live, what they're writing about, they're just defer to what the general consensus is. They won't try to do something that's like an individual piece or something that's going to be a standalone piece. They'll just try to be general about it. They I mean, gonna, obviously... They ain't doing no standout articles. On it. Obviously, the World Cup's still two, two years away, so um, maybe some will speak out closer to the time, innit? Mm. But with Qatar, I just know some spoke out even a few years before it, it was... <laughs> It's because I think they can. They feel like they can. Whereas America's another. America's a large media hub in the world. But I feel like they, they don't, can as well. But they don't, they never want to speak out against certain countries. Yeah. You get what I mean with the Qatari country. With Qatar, it's like okay, the Middle East country, yeah. yeah it, with the Middle East countries, they always have. They always have something on Islamic countries. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they look to. Yep. And then they look up. They look at their laws and say this isn't right. This is. This is. Um. Because it doesn't. It doesn't like combine with our laws. Mm-hmm. So anything that doesn't combine with our laws isn't good for them. And it's easy to criticize as well. That's the thing. But when it's America, because they have a lot of laws that do combine with our laws, apart from this gun law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when it's like, okay, cool. Well, it's only the guns. Yeah. So that's how they're looking at it. It's only the guns. But only the guns <coughs> is wild. It is, but that's how they're looking at it. To be fair, I think most Brits in general just know that the gun law probably don't agree with the gun law. I'd like to think so anyway. Uh, <laughs> obviously, there'll be people that do, but sh- like, bro. Like, people, I feel like people need to publicly, publicly call out their concerns and then for FIFA and or whatever... Um, institutions or federations they're going to work it work with to be pre- not be prepared but to maximize every everything that they have mm. so somewhat for safety yeah, yeah like put things into practice not to say they haven't already but mate because when you when you publicly call out things it naturally puts people under pressure you're right and you'll be like okay shit we have to do this now mm-hmm. whereas <laughs> whereas if they don't react to it and then something bad's to happen. People mm-hmm. like, bro, we told you, we told you, blah, blah, blah. But it's difficult to, because it's a law in their country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult to change something that's so, it's a, it's literally, yeah, it's it's literally, yeah, yeah obviously. It's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I know so, that part. But that, that's, that's the only reason why I'm saying, because as I said, it could be anyone that's walking down the road that's had a bad day yeah. and says, today I'm just, just it's, I'm just going to shoot people. Yeah, well, the Kansas City one, I thought it was like, Someone grew up, but I think it was people that were actually arguing, or it was yeah. some sort of gang rivalry or some jazz. See what I mean? I can't. Obviously, I'm not gonna state and get it wrong, but I, I feel like I'm paraphrasing that mm-hmm. it was along those lines. So yeah. it wasn't. Oh, this person's mental. They, that that wasn't the excuse. I think partly because the person was black, I believe, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also yeah. um, 
Kansas City are one of the host cities for the World Cup. Yeah, and so that was a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. Like, because nothing. Kansas Kansas City is either the it's the Chiefs and nothing else. Yeah, obviously they've got other <laughs> sports in the Royals and stuff like but that. But they're not as like yeah. As, you don't so know it was big, yeah. it was a big. I remember when the cities were announced. It was a very big thing. They were one of the like the ones that they made most noise about because it was potentially gonna help them a lot. Yes, whereas yes, yes. like. Dallas, New York, all those places get already big. Mm. Theirs was just who was going to get the final, mm-hmm. and now we know um, New York. Well, I say New Jersey, but it's the MetLife Stadium. Yeah. It's in New Jersey, but yeah. New York effectively yeah. have yeah. got that final, um, which we'll speak about another time because obviously that's tough. Oh, they change. <laughs> they have to change it though. Yeah, they will change it still. All those pitches have to be. Yeah, they're just yeah. Every pitch is just played at the World Cup. If anyone grass. knows how to fly in turf. It's Americans. We oh, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. But just a lot of the key stadiums at the World Cup are surf. Yeah, but they'll just do the um because they're all the um what's what do you call it? The multi-dimensional is that what they call it? I think I know what you're talking the about. The multi stadiums where you can roll in and roll out surfaces. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like every stadium that's been picked has that. I don't think so. You know, they don't. Because I've seen uh, even a lot of like US people when um the MetLife Stadium was announced. Because that's the one with the most injuries, I believe, in the NFL mm. or ACL, something along those lines, isn't it? And I don't think that one's <laughs> a rollout mm. one. No, I might be wrong, but from what I've seen, what people say and stuff right. like that, obviously I leave it to people who are actually from. Wait, what what are they trying to do to the image of our football? Yeah. No, the world, well, well. But they'll have to make them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have to make them all grass. Like, all have to be multi purpose. That was a word I'm looking for. Sorry, America, our American followers, but FIFA, when it comes to football, our football is actually bigger. Way, <laughs> so, way, way, way bigger. But, yeah, go, going a bit. Wait, off. so it's go back to the gun laws, but what do you think about their gun laws, though? No, I was literally going to go back on it. I mean, I just think it's mad. Like, I couldn't imagine living in certain states or cities there because of how how accepted it is but obviously that's me talking from a british background yeah that it's not it's not the norm here mm. do you know what i mean yeah so when things of certain gun natures happen here obviously i'm not going to say things don't happen things always happen here but when certain things happen of a gun nature it will be like way more alarming red flag Mm. Um, <laughs> everyone's gonna react. Whereas here, whereas there, sorry, it's just like, oh, another one. Yeah. And then, because it happens so often in the US, for instance, they don't really. From what I see, they don't really speak about the statistics as much. But then, when you when they do, like on first things first, I think Chris Bruce I briefly said something, and it's like, you actually deep it like that number. Just mm-hmm. for this calendar year, for instance, is it's crazy high, but it's it's somewhat normal. oh that's happened. It's normal to them. Yeah, and even when we went to Miami last year, I think there was a shooting like on one of the beaches in I don't know if it was in Miami or somewhere in Florida. I think it was close near enough close to where we were, and like a week before or so, and I, like it took me like near enough about a day to because i feel like i'm the one that's on social media the most to actually send it in our group chat in it because mm-hmm. like do i want to alarm everyone blah 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 but then the flip side was like everyone actually has a right to know <laughs> yeah yeah do you know what i mean what they're p- potentially walking into for mm-hmm. instance and stuff mm-hmm. so i think i remember sending it in, a ch- in our chat and i was like 
and I just looked up location. I was looking how far or up far it was from where we were staying. But then when something happens in one like a specific location, it's highly unlikely it's gonna happen there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's gonna true. happen in surrounding yeah, areas. Don't, don't, you don't strike yeah. the same place twice. Exactly. Mm. So it's like it's just things I'm like, if man's looking at that for a normal holiday. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine now I'm planning to go to the World Cup mm-hmm. for an event, go for a period of time, maybe travel, and just always being at the heart of those cities. Yeah, yeah. Or heart of... Even if man's not going to a game, I want to be in that atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just, for instance, I know what I'm like. I'll happily go to a bar there. Yeah, yeah. Or you like never know a bar no. across the road from the stadium just for mm-hmm. argument's sake and stuff like that. And I don't know what I'm walking into. You don't know what you're walking to in any aspect of life, but... It's true. Yeah, when things are... Uh, uh, all-time high. Yeah, slap. Boy. How do, how do you feel about Jacob? Well, this is the thing. I'm I'm in America quite a lot. That's... this. I'm, no, but I am. No, <laughs> I'm in America quite a lot. And it's funny. It's funny. When you're there, you kind of forget mm. that they even have guns. Because mm-hmm. it's rare you actually see them. That's the thing. So... The, the gun law in general is ridiculous. They shouldn't have guns. Just any. First off, if you have to, if you have to have a gun, I don't understand why you have to have a gun. That's my first thing. Unless you're the police, even I don't think they should have guns because we can survive in England without them. Yeah. Yeah. What? No, no. Honestly, though, all, loads of other countries survive without guns. So why do you guys need why guns? Is there local authority. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So, so why do you guys need guns? And why does every person walking the street need a gun? Why do the kids need to be prepped for madness that can go on? Why is there mass shootings? That this sort of stuff shouldn't actually happen. Obviously, in terms of the kids being prepped, I, actually, I not in a bad way, but I understand why they're being prepped. It do makes sense, I mean? but it shouldn't it happen. Fully, it fully makes sense, but yeah, like you said, it's, it's outrageous when you see the bigger picture. Yeah, mm. it shouldn't happen. And just the general gun law, like, first off, just defund the guns as i said america needs to be closed for a period of time anyway so no <laughs> one yeah america just needs to be shut down americans need to go about their business listen and fix. Me, and, me and dej do not share jacob's views <laughs> they, they need to fix what's going on in that country alone because it's too much madness it's too much madness as you said with the statistics of how many people actually die and get shot like when you actually see and hear the number you, it's ridiculous. I remember um, someone saying that more people die in, more people have died in Chicago than in certain wars yeah. in recent times, just from guns. Yikes. You get what I mean? Yeah, when, so, it, when it comes to the whole gang violence aspect, it's like, that's just another kettle of fish. But it's just it's just madness that after all this stuff still happens, first of people still want to, understand, you understand why people carry because of how many guns, how many deaths, you get what I mean? And if you feel like if you walk down the road and you're not, you don't have a gun in you, and the person, the next person does, I could bump into him and he could kill me. Mm-hmm. So it's a level of protection you need, but it's a level of protection that needs to just be taken away Completely. full stop. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for, like, we walk down the road now, we know no one has a gun on them. In fact, we don't. But legally, <laughs> it's, it's, it's highly likely that they don't. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to think, oh, yeah. Whereas, literally, when there's certain, I think, when anytime I land in the US, my, my, on my very first day, is. I genuinely, I might think the odd time, are they, are they carry, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, Most depending on what state you are, I think in Miami, you're like, I believe you are, I might be wrong. If you're in Texas, you, you, you yeah, see yeah. open carry. <laughs> yeah. 
So you, you can see people with the guns. And I think I waist. actually want to go to Texas. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go there too. You can see people <laughs> with the guns in their waist, but you think to yourself, okay, cool, they're not going to use it, but you never know. You mm-hmm. could. It's like, it's like, it's like a dog in it. You don't know if he's going to bite you, but it could. That's the thing. And you just got to hope for the best. But my view on guns is a bit different, you know? Mm. Like, I believe that no, like, civilian should have it mm-hmm. in, like, every major city. But I know there's, like, rural places in America, yeah, where they actually need guns to, like, survive in it. Hunting. Yeah, like, or just, they just live in, like, some wilderness of a place, like, where that gun is just used for them to actually survive. But that's, like, oh, you're talking about, like, to kill animals that could kill them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's, like, in England, though. But they they have gun we like they have guns for that though. Yeah, no, but yeah, in England, but the, in England we have guns for that. It, I think it's just because England because it's to a much lesser scale, so you won't yeah. really think about it as much. Yeah, That's so I it's... believe that they should have guns for that. Okay, okay, I agree with that. Yeah, but in terms of like all the major cities, like all these like towns, and they don't need them. Mm. Like they don't need them like that. And um, the only people that should have them are like. You know, like how we have like Trident and that. Mm. They should have a Trident as well. Like just deal with stuff like that. Hold on, what's Trident again? Special. Um, we like, know when you when you phone armed forces. Yeah, armed police. basically oh, okay, armed, yeah, yeah. armed police. police. They need armed police as well. Like every <laughs> yes, officer, every, <laughs> every officer, like their their local cops and that. They shouldn't have guns because them man, they've proven time and time again they don't even know what to do yeah. with with the guns that they carry. Nope. Just so, use it because they're scared. Yeah. So, because they're scared that the other person might have a gun as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if they take that across the, take that away across the board, then maybe, but, I don't know, I feel like they'll just make some homemade thing that will just... I've been, I've been there with, because, like, obviously that's a much wider topic and one that I know I've not got enough sense on, but... Because all the states effectively have different laws, it's just so hard to yeah, <laughs> so, it's so hard to manage. Yeah, man. <laughs> and if if you do have a gun, there should be so many checks that you have to do to even get one. That's what like one one headline I hate reading is that this person that shot up like more than five people had mental issues. That's the last thing I want to hear about yeah. when someone just shot out five like more than not even two five or three one people. Yeah. Bro, one person's enough. <laughs> yeah, so. that's an annoying headline to to read. Cause why? Why is that mental patient? How, how should he even be able to get a gun? Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's but it's like, like you said in England. Imagine getting pulled over and knowing the policeman has a gun. Yeah, it is it, madness when you actually start to think about. It. Think about them people that get pulled over late at night in America, and they're thinking, "I don't know if this is going to be my last time. I'm going to see this off." Oh well, it happened to me and Brad when. Um, we got pulled over outside my house because mm. my car was on the system apparently. Mm-hmm. So obviously that was arm arm feds that pulled us yeah, over yeah. and stuff. And that was the first time I'd experienced that. Right. Obviously, I've had police stop and search back in the day and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I've been quite fortunate where I've really have had it throughout my life. But that one, it's like obviously my car's got a marker on it, so effectively. It it's technically has to be armed police that's meant to yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stop you and stuff like that. And I was like, bro, like this was so, the moment was so surreal, but in the worst possible way that, that I could think of. And I was like, that's just me experiencing that for <laughs> just say what, first time 30 years of my life, for mm-hmm. instance. And then in America, that could be on a regular, Every day. <laughs> regular occurrence. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And even here, I was like, bro, 
I could tell the police here aren't they they're not well the ones that dealt with us in that situation they weren't prepared for that like in terms of from a training aspect because when I when we wrote our complaints and everything like that obviously the end thing was like oh yeah we're gonna send them a more training blah 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 I was like bun that bruv mm -hmm. like some aspects I'm like okay cool like training will actually help some mm. people could be misunderstood in certain situations. I was like, this is not a training thing. Yeah. This is complete, like, you yeah. lot just got it wrong from yeah. a race aspect yep. or dealing with the situation, etc. Blah, like, bro. Like, not to say were, <laughs> obviously were much to a lesser scale when things happen like that compared to the US and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I won't be naive to say, oh no, this won't happen here mm, yeah. and stuff, so. So it's a converse, it's a long conversation. That yeah, no, it's 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 something that really needs to be addressed, and in the World Cup, it's something that needs to be addressed. I, I, I just believe that they they need to publicly state a concern about it for slack. So maybe the U.S. local authorities, for instance, or wherever things are going to be held, they don't rest on their laurels, for instance. Yeah, like there is preps. Not to say they won't be, but. Everyone needs to see that you're going to be... Because even the Kansas City one, like, they stated it about the extra police that they had, everything. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't a problem. People alleviated that part. Every, yeah. But it was just a... No, I won't say freak accident because it wasn't a freak. Yeah, yeah it, it, don't, just, it don't matter It was something much, unusual, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And a parade and a celebration mm. that that's happening. So, yeah. Um, extra police can't protect them. everyone. Uh, yeah, no, them. definitely if, not. If, if we want to shoot you, shoot, bro. Yeah. Definitely not. Because um, a policeman can't stop you for carrying a gun in America. Nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like, man. stop and search. Okay, have you got a gun? Yes. Okay, carry on. Obviously, once they show that yeah. you can legally have it and stuff like that, it's just like, oh, yeah. Okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I, certain parts of America, I just think it's a matrix, bro. <laughs> like, I told you, America a, needs a, to a be shut experiment, down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. It needs to be shut down. I feel like it's a matrix. I was like, not matrix, it's just a bit of a glitch to me. I'm like, I, I don't believe certain things happen there. I'm like, okay, wow. But yeah. Um, the place isn't real. It needs to be shut down for a while. Obviously, um, no one in, no one out. <laughs> I ain't gonna go that far. Guaranteed again. off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I said they, need, they need to go and quote that. They need to fix the internal issues. Hey, when you four. if you go Gold Cup and they, <laughs> when you get to Border Force and they'll be like, you, <laughs> you on the podcast, you said we shouldn't let anyone in, so we're not letting you in. Correct. <laughs> they'll say, have you fixed your issues yet? And the whole national team's going right. <laughs> Oh, but um, yeah, obviously, briefly, briefly speaking about cars at the end of that, um, yesterday I saw on BBC News that, because me and Deji have been talking about car insurance for a while um, in general, and we when Deji dropped me home last night, we were briefly touching up about how insurance has gone up for both mm -hmm. of us, all that jazz. Yeah, man, it's annoying. And I was like, yeah. bro, well, we got clean, we got clean, no, no penalties, do you know what yeah. I mean, for it to have got, well, the way insurance is perceived, how it be that if your thing's clean, you it will go down yeah. more or less. No claims bonus. Yeah, and I had my certificate, but I was like, Man, man's a good you, you get me? But mm. then- um, No claims bonus don't mean nothing these days. It doesn't days. mean S, because <laughs> I haven't had nothing. to speak to my pops about it, but um, yeah, car insurance quotes higher in ethnically diverse areas. This is according to the BBC yesterday. Um, 
and they've now changed it from names to diverse areas. Diverse areas. So, for instance, yeah, they gave like they gave <laughs> an example of um, two thirty-year-olds, two thirty-year-old men, their teachers, and they drive the same car. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is in different areas of Birmingham. Um, so one area is called Sandwell, um, near Birmingham, apparently, and the Black Asian um, minority ethnic population is eleven percent. So their average quo is one thousand nine hundred and seventy-five on at thirty. Yes, and then this, so this is Listen, for. If I tell you what I got, that's, that, this that is for teacher A for teacher B in another area near Birmingham. The Black Asian and minority ethnic population is forty-four percent. So obviously that percentage-wise is times four. Right. Their average quote is two thousand seven hundred and ninety-six. Mm. So off the top of my head, that's eight hundred pound higher on average than the eleven percent. My goodness! And, and that eight hundred pound—that's some people's quotes for the year, bro. That's more, mine's less than that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, You've been driving deep. from ten years old. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm just Jacob deep. Was five, five, just me, one-handed, you know. I'm just deep in it. That that quote is higher than my first ever car insurance quote. What? Um, Two thousand seven hundred ninety-six, mate. So yeah, I was like, Jesus. And I like when these kind of consensus stuff come out in it, because hmm. you'd be like, well, that like if someone, for instance, be like, oh, you're playing the race card, blah blah blah. We'd be like, no, this is a statistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Consensus statistics. When we're filling out forms, it's just, for instance, black British, black yeah. this, black Caribbean. So they're just looking at figures, facts and figures. It's like, so when they do release things like this, for instance, I'm guessing this is what they'll be basing certain things off of, or just knowing people's postcodes, for instance, right. um, where your car's registered. You see, you see that though. You see what it used to be? It used to be if there's many accidents in your area. Yeah. So it used to be that that used to raise the price. So how are they determining because we're black and we're Asian, we're a minority in the UK, that our prices need to rise? What what have we done? This for, is the question. Is there not is there not an answer? Like where's the transparency? Like where why we Ah uh-huh, no, you know. Why? Because we're black or we live in black areas predominantly, our car insurance is higher. Because what have we done wrong on the roads? Because guess what? There's more white people than black people in the country. I mean, the UK is literally, I think in terms of black population, maybe 4%. Yeah, we have, I think F, I think minorities, we've got about 11% of the UK. Yeah. So if we have 11% of the UK, yeah, that means 89% of the UK is the majority. So tell me now how 11% of the UK is being punished <laughs> in car insurance. And for what reason? I mean, this was the first time I'd seen something along these lines. Not to say I was surprised or anything, because rarely anything surprises me now mm. about certain things. But it's just like, that is interesting. So just for argument's sake, in London, mm-hmm. car insurance is likely to be higher in, let's say, Croydon. Yeah. Because we... You better, you better say Croydon. Fam. Croydon's very ethnic, yeah, ethnically diverse. So. Does, it, does, it matter where yeah, yeah. does it matter where you live in Croydon, though? See, this is the thing. That's another question. Because <laughs> half of... Because, like, on certain sides of Croydon, it's very, very... And let me say this in PG. Um, in, on certain sides of Croydon, there's a majority. Yeah. <laughs> on other sides of Croydon. On the... On the West, side. West Croydon side of um, Croydon, minority. Yeah. 
So the parts that associate more that was with very the, nice. the sorry yeah. side, <laughs> yes, is more obviously, yeah. I know what you're saying. So does that does that play a part in this, or because well, if we're just doing the ethnic thing, that means the whole of Croydon is in that quote B. Yeah, maybe if if they're now gonna be breaking that things down and say, oh, all right, cool, West Croydon, yeah. Hi, <laughs> West Croydon. Hi, and <laughs> South Croydon. All right, because it's a bit out, do you know, yeah. out of, medium like, to low. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I said West Croydon. Hi, um, so yeah, Honest, no, taking away from the um black thing, West Croydon should just be high just because of the way it looks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because of the way it looks. Your car insurance should be high there. No, I, I, I like West Croydon though. I like West Croydon. What do you like about West Croydon? I know yeah. off topic. What do you like about West Croydon? You get everything you want from there. That I think that's what it's for you. But maybe. it's so accessible. <laughs> I live in Croydon, yeah, and West Croydon is part of Croydon that I feel it should be blown up and yeah, started again. Flip that. No, that's no. Again, again, this podcast <laughs> does not condone what Jacob. Joe <laughs> condones it, fam. No, I I'm like being so it. honest with you. That West Cro- West but Croydon. You know, I think it's because you're not as in naturally you're from Croydon. Yeah. Whereas like. When I first moved to South Norwood, for instance, is I didn't used to see the negative connotations that people used to say. Because you didn't see that about part. about Croydon, mm. and because I didn't grow up here, go to school here like that. Mm-hmm. Even though I lived there, I'd say the first been at what fifteen, sixteen, or oh, maybe seventeen years or so. But like the first five to eight, maybe even ten years of it, I was never chilling here like that. Yeah, yeah. obviously I went away uni, come yeah. back. I'd always go back to my old area, go to my friends, mm. for instance, like that. Mm. Majority of my friends are still other end of South. So yeah, yeah. it's like, didn't you, really. You ain't whereas felt like it. my friends that are from Croydon that um have been fortunate enough to inherit me along the way. Um like when they stay <laughs> when they stay Such a Joe thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> when they stay and I'm like I'm like don't be like, oh, we're down Croydon, for instance, blah, blah, blah. And I, could, I get that's where you're coming yeah. from. Whereas, like, you, Dej, you go out and you be like, I could go any shop I want and get anything I need. And then, boom, I'm sorted. Yeah, yeah. But, so you're seeing it from that perspective because all those things are basically on your doorstep. But I know, like, some, but sometimes, yeah, I'm walking down, <coughs> like, West Croydon and going, like, you know where the m is? <laughs> I'm walking, like, that that's whole... Not, no, no. Let's and and that West Croydon that does not West Croydon starts you see once M and S I feel like it starts at M and S though <laughs> that's, that's that's right next to West Croydon that is the cut off point I feel like it starts from, at M&S. from that M and S this side of M and S to the outside of M and S this way is West Croydon I, I'm 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 getting to that bit listen I see like I'm just so happy that I'm not doing this young in it so yeah. I'm older now just walking through it it's, sometimes it's just mad like it's like being Elephant Castle 05 oh but that, that's what it is it's cause like <laughs> sorry so Francis, Francis, where your parents live when you just bust <laughs> where your parents live where you just bust the next left or right you're not gonna really see that do you know what I mean yeah not not anymore mm, yeah, yeah but yeah it's just it's just weird man like this place, this place is, is weird. It, he yeah, likes yeah, yeah. it I know look at him you, you like West bro West Croydon oh it's, man it's only because it just gives me man nostalgia said, when I'm walking man through man said they need to blow up West Croydon I don't think I understand how crazy that statement is they need to, from a certain point to a certain point needs to disappear off the map <laughs> I'm not joking this guy they need insane. to start again 
West Croydon is the worst. You know, every time, every time I speak to someone that's not from Croydon, they all they say is Croydon's terrible, and I say why? They yeah, say West, they all Croydon. West Croydon, bro. It's because it's right there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. West Just Cro- get what you need from West Croydon, and that's get out. <laughs> 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 See what I mean? Don't you need to get out. That's a, don't even say hello to someone, you know. See, how is that a good place to be? You have to just get in and get out. I Go know, 45th I, Street. I, I just... 40, nah, that's far, man. No, but you could even go um by where Argos is. Down Church Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah everything, you can that's, get everything that's, done That's there. so calm as well. I, li- I like that place, man. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's, that's what I'm saying. It's because... You you didn't really experience something that close, yeah. Like that, do you know. But anytime I, mean? I go for my walks, I'm always passing through there, yeah, mm. just to see like what's going on. No, but West Croydon, mm 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 mm. I'm telling you, if no, there's no, one, I, I get, I I get, because like like I said, my friends that are from Croydon, they basically share your views mm-hmm. to a certain aspect, not to the extremism, <laughs> but no, like <laughs> when they talk about certain parts of Croydon, like they're done, <laughs> Croydon, mm-hmm. they're done. And then obviously, but I, I do hear, I do hear it though. What you're saying, like, I just think I it's. A, I, you you know mean then you understand? You yeah, need to get yeah, out. Yeah. I think it's an interesting place. That's the best thing to put it. <laughs> Look at the way man are describing West Croydon. No, I just think Croydon in general is interesting. <laughs> Croydon in general is a is a throwback of what South used to be like when we was and in secondary school. South, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like of our part of South, yeah. what it used to be like? You said what Elephant and Castle used to be like. That place, there's another one. No, no, big man thing. When I first moved, basically, I'd say Croydon, is I used to think, right, like, it's five years behind the it's way backwards, we live. backwards, man. Where, where we, I wouldn't even say backwards. So just five years <laughs> behind where we live. And I was like, right, hey, people here are interesting. I even looked at some very, of my Very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what, you man for Croydon? Yeah, I might need to do more research. <laughs> but have you man not look deep, deep this? Go to East Croydon. Go to West Croydon. Oh no, you see the disparities. You're in away. a different world. No, it genuinely, like, they should just put East and West. They shouldn't put the Croydon. Yeah, word. you're or, in a different. Or a take di- Croydon away from one of the two. Yeah, and just call that place East and West Croydon. Because you're in a different world, and it's literally five, six minutes away from each other. Yeah, yeah. East is more like boutique commuterville. You know? West Croydon is. Oh man. Just yes. Yeah, I don't think that I've gone to go through that place. My That's whole school life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chicken shops there were crazy. Every the hair shops there were crazy. The bus station even got gentrified. It don't even look new. The I stage it, it got gentrified and still don't look new. <laughs> the bus ah oh, looks the, mad. The like. train station ah oh, nah man. I, me- I remember driving through there actually to get home. There was something was going on there. I didn't want to say too much on camera, but something was going on there. Yeah. And you know, at the bus station, the traffic light that's near Creams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there was like, one guy just came around the corner now, then was getting up towards the bus station. Then like, he just called like 10 other guys just running to, and they started, they, was, they started running. I was like, what's going on? I started looking back, but they all went like around some other corner. I was like, oh boy, what's Croydon, isn't it? Where's Croydon even? You this, get- is, this is at like, 10.30 at night as See? well. You even get a ticket. You even get a ticket for turning where it tells you to turn. Yeah, but that's just because Croydon's broke. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. It tells you to Bro, turn. I always tell people, if you're driving in Croydon, be careful. They'll literally give you a ticket for anything. Because uh, any piece. It tells you to turn right. You turn right. You get you get a ticket two weeks <laughs> for turning right. And yeah. you go back and you look at it. It says turn right. 
And no, I actually know what you mean in terms of the rep West Croydon gives the rest of Croydon. Mm-hmm. It brings it down. Yeah, no, it it, it just gives it a very yeah, it negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, when you go to other parts of Croydon, it's very calm. South Croydon is very calm. Even East Croydon is just normal to me. Yeah. It's just a normal, busy place. Mm-hmm. Then South Croydon's quite nice, etc. blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, even, even, like, Sandylands is nice. Addiscombe is nice. Yeah. It's just that one... <laughs> <laughs> let me not, not carry it about West uh, Croydon for these. Now we're your Croydon egg, basically. So, well, you are. This is your therapy. This, for this, this is your home, man. This is your, this is your therapy for the week. I'll be honest. Them man that live. Them man that live. I don't even know how you live in West Croydon. I don't know where you live in West Croydon. I, I didn't know we could bring this out of you. <laughs> that place is mad. He's gone from one end to another. I'm that like, place is crazy. I, I don't think oh, you understand how much I hate that place. <laughs> I don't understand how much I hate that place. That creams, that creams hasn't seen me since I was in school. I went there a few months ago. See what, to that one. Yeah, yeah. What did it taste like? It was, it, was, it was so calm. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See any maniacs outside? No, I went during the day though. See, even yeah. then, you see, it don't matter. There's no time limit for that. Road. Yeah, that road. Yeah. That, <laughs> that road is crazy. Oh shit. Oh my days! No, no. West Croydon's car insurance. Everything should be eight bags. <laughs> everything should be. This eight conversation grand. started off from the car insurance. <laughs> everything like, should be eight grand. Specific, like everything should be eight grand. No, car, car insurance is a joke, though. Let's let's go back to car insurance. <laughs> car insurance is a joke. Which is topic? Um, <laughs> no, it is. So it, I, pay, I pay more this. I pay more this year than I paid last year. Bro, man, and man went I'm up still the, vexed about that. Man went up the last few years. By like three bills as well. Not by like £50, by £300. Yeah. Mine mine did go up, but it was because I added my brother to my insurance. But then it went, then it went down again. So it kind of balanced out because he took his... He still I think insurance. mine's gone up by nearly a grand for the year. Yeah, yeah bro. My goodness. You see that? that they've done that. You've done you. <laughs> what? That, that ethnic thing they've done it ah shit this year it's because yeah. I closed my laptop um, yeah they've done you in <laughs> mate don't know I think literally when I might have been saying it to my pops I was like I believe it's gone up by an I need, I need to work it out but I was like this is a Mazzolino I don't know how the- I was like I'm a good dupe lad yeah, yeah I, ain't got, I ain't got no no like no cl- well man's got the no claims but yeah fam I feel like that don't mean anything these days yeah don't you think insurance companies are a scam though of course they're a scam. Like, when you when you need them, they take too long. That's the thing. Like when you're actually deep insurance companies, like you're paying for something that really and truly Yeah. The the, the only thing barely that's ever happens absolutely necessary is breakdown cover. That's the thing, because you know when you actually do crash, you never want to go for your insurance because your insurance is gonna rise. So mm-hmm. you end up going to going to the mechanic or going somewhere and paying the person or paying or they paying you actual cash yeah, just yeah. to do it. So it, in the grand scheme of things, your insurance company's laughing at you. And raising the price. Yeah. Mate, I just having a obviously um selling it, but having a car is just cash loss. <laughs> like or just always have contingency funds <laughs> for it. Yeah. Literally anything. Yeah, you but do then still. like you'd think, all right, cool, um my insurance when your renewal time's gonna occur and stuff like that, you'll think, all right. I'm going to cut down on this. Bro, when last year, when the first time it hit me that it went up, I was like, what was the meaning of all this, Jackie? Mm. Like, there's no need for it. No, not at all. Like, when you genuinely, I think when you plan, obviously, if you plan and you'll be like, okay, cool, I can do this with this Mm -hmm. funds, etc. And you're just like, bro, 
and it's just going up again. Then obviously having the conversation with enough people and I've been telling Dej about it for time out. And he was like, mine's gone up as well. I was like, why is all going up? Then spare people just stating it. I see a lot of people talk about it on Twitter last couple of weeks. Then I see this article yesterday and I was like, um, interesting, interesting. Obviously I feel like because it's fresh, they need to get to the bottom of it more. Yeah. Um, to see if it actually is true as to being in an ethnically diverse area leads to your insurance being higher. Um, and I'd like to think where we live, for instance, you don't really hear about car accidents. For, Ain't no car accidents around my bit. No, yeah. Not really. Or like issues of like crazy drivers, etc. You don't really hear that around no. here in general. No. Even uh, to be fair, in Croydon, you don't really hear that. Nope. <laughs> no, pretty, not at all. Is, no, there are a couple... I don't want to say in Croydon there's too many roadworks and the roads are 20 you can't drive no you can't actually do a madness in Croydon because (laughs) there's always roadworks everywhere you drive you gotta stop so like even when you dropped me last night what did I say I said this is the third time I've seen a temporary traffic light on this road in three weeks yeah see it always in a different place they just move it further down (laughs) literally on Portland Road yeah just move it further down I was like they're dickheads (laughs) there was one there last week you see what they're blocking off yet it's nothing bro no Oh, um, I don't understand it when they're blocking off half the road for this much. Bro. I'm like, bro, just move it in the nighttime, yeah? So everyone can drive. When you're doing your work, keep it there. But when you're not doing your work, please, let everyone drive. So, no, I'm, that needs... I'm intrigued to see the follow-up on this because, like I said, it's fresh. Um, because, of, like we've stated, us lot that live within... Sorry, within, like, the Croydon Borough, mm-hmm. etc., Car madnesses don't occur in Croydon like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, even, even in the Lambeth Borough, because obviously that's that's where I'm at. Not, nothing. I don't see nothing. Mm. But I'd say Croydon more because it's away from Central, yeah. and then it's more likely to be a diverse area. For yeah. instance, so like that's what you'd assume that as to why insurance will be going up because mm-hmm. of like car madnesses, etc., accidents, all these. The roads changing yep. um, in terms of their speed limit and stuff like that. That's what you we've grown up to believe how it's meant to be, isn't it? Yeah. And um, but then, like you said, there's roadworks all the time here. Mm-hmm. So you're <laughs> majority of the time you you ain't got the opportunity to drive like a dickhead here no. if you wanted to. So yeah, ain't much uh, you can do anyway. No. I need to. They need to explain to me all of us why our insurance is going up. <laughs> <laughs> at the rate it is yep and we need to stop paying road tax I've got a lot of things to get on my chest Mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> West Croydon needs to go road tax how much is your road tax no road tax is cheap my road tax is like 20 pound a year I don't care is it yeah my road tax bro is... he's been driving since he's five no no my road tax is different though yeah no my road tax is 20 pound a year my car's um I don't know you know but the first year when I got my road tax that's disgusting 20 pound a year, I was buzzing it's only because my car is. Um, I'm I'm fuming. I don't know what you know. Driving Mercedes. That's going to be well, like 140 know. this year. Yeah, road tax cheap, but bro, we pay for road yeah, tax. Right. It get, it is it pay or diesel? Diesel. I don't know, and I'm not arguing. Thank you, thank you for that. But <laughs> <laughs> but the road tax. <laughs> but, but bro, the roads. <laughs> the roads are terrible. Yeah, we pay road tax. Yeah, yeah, and my car is just ching. That's a conversation for another day, mate. That that one. But oh, man. Let's let's go into a more <laughs> positive note, um, inverted commas, for those that will be listening by audio. Song of the week. Yes. 
Yeah, I got, I got mine anyway. Yeah, then you go because I don't know if he's. My gonna... one is a lovely artist. She just got. Well, I don't know if he just got signed by Anderson Pack, but it's one of his new artists mm. called Ray Khalil, mm-hmm. and her song is called "Is It Worth It." Is it worth it? Mm. So who's it by? Sorry, Ray Khalil. I've not heard of that person. Yeah, I think she done her colors. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I think what she did anyway, but I'm not sure. Go on, Joe. You can go because uh, love mine, the tune, though. Mine is off Getz's new album, which is On Purpose with Purpose, and the mm. song is called Bedu with Harry A. Never heard of them. Harry, have you? Oh, no, I thought you were going to say no, something. Hey, that's well, we know you, you've heard of 99% of the artists in the world. But, um, <laughs> uh, Bedu, but spelt with a G, so I'm pres- presuming Nigerian pronunciation. G-B-E-D-U. Um, and of artist, oh, oh. it's called Harry A, if that's how it's pronounced, or A. Um, but mm. yeah, gets, yeah. Gets, gets his album in general, from what I've heard, I really like it. Um, there was another song that was a close contender. Um, let me quickly. I had it up, which was Double Standards featuring Sanfor. Oh, so, mm. you're, so you're doing too? Yeah, I am back to back, actually. Double Standards is basically a lot of our conversation that we spoke about, not of recent um, certain things, and gets just speaking about some like either worldly issues or normal world day issues and just the double standards across it. Very good track. Nice, so, nice, but nice. But the Bedu one was more of a, I've been very positive, not to say that one's a negative one, but she's like, yeah, let me add some positivity to this because somebody is <laughs> in live therapy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's nothing I can say about West Korean and music because nothing good comes from there. So, Nothing good comes from that place. Oh, bro. Nah. You said there's no good rappers there. From West Croydon. Who you know from West Croydon? To be fair, I don't really know. Exactly. You're never going to know. No, I don't. There might be a good. Nah, nah, I need to Google, but go ahead. From West Croydon. He's from West Croydon. They moved out of there. (laughs) (laughs) They they don't claim him anyway. Anyway, um, my artist is Kadeem. Oh, my song of the week is uh, Talk to Me by an artist called Kadeem Kadeem Tyrell, um, UK RB artist. I've been on a wave of just listening to, trying to listen to new school R&B mm-hmm. um, and finding artists. That's what I've been doing this month, really. And I've found like a good 30 to 40 new artists um, and upcoming ones that don't have a lot of monthly listeners and just people don't know them. And um, I'm really enjoying finding and looking and delving deep into their stories and what they can do. And I'm actually creating a playlist for these artists. <coughs> so... Yeah, uh, when I've created a playlist, I will let you guys know what it is. But okay. yeah, Kadeem Tyrell, he is sensational. So yeah, big him up, UK artist. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I'm just quickly trying to Google artists, come, but it'll just do Croydon overall, so yeah. it won't actually be specific. None of them, <laughs> none of them come from West Croydon. <laughs> Where Storms are you from? Not West Croydon. <laughs> no, but yeah, because what's we'll he, 14, he's Yeah. yeah. It's down the road, isn't it? Yeah, he's not from West Croydon. No, 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 no. Don't count. That road, I told you, there's a road specifically. Every- <laughs> <laughs> it's about when you come out the train station, isn't it? And from the train station, turn right. Turn right. So what about all the way up to the hospital? Would you count, count the hospital? No, 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 no. It stops at, um, where's it stop? Mayfair, which is now Croydon University Hospital. But It stops, yeah. 
like the dominoes. If you know where the dominoes is in the I corner, I think so. Yeah, it stops right there. Everything from there that way needs to go. Including the gym. I know where it is. Nah, I used to go to the gym. Yeah, yeah you no, the, the gym. Why did you used to go? No, it's because when obviously you know when I stopped when. I stopped, look at me, I feel like I'm under pressure. When I started working in Central, I stopped going gym in Croydon. Remember I said that? Yeah. Cause I was Cause like, the there was my time and it was so long. Mm, it's just not, just cause of the area. No, I used to go calmly. But there's bare new, is that the gym where there's lots of new builds? Uh, there's a little right next to it. Yeah. It's basically part of the little car park. Even that little mo- Monday morning, they do very good discount on their fruits. Bro, cause I used to go like really early. And sometimes I'll go into good discount on their fruits. Yeah, yeah. Don't why? Do why not on a Monday morning? Why not? And there were fresh fruits as well. <sighs> fresh. Yeah, fresh. West Croydon. <laughs> fresh. They were discounted for a reason. I'm not letting them slander that. They were discounted for a reason. Very calm as well. Very calm. I'm nah, actually. I'm only, I think I'm, I'm only joking about the gym. To that gym. I'm only joking about the gym. <laughs> I'm only joking about the gym in a little. But if everything that way goes, the gym and they don't have to go with it. Don't know. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not a sacrifice to... for the greater good, yeah. Yeah, I've <laughs> not gone to everywhere else there, innit? You get me? So everything has to go that way. I've literally <laughs> only gone there in my days to go to <laughs> the gym, and that's it. <laughs> man said everything needs to go. You man, you know what? You we're gonna. T- just really I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the camera. <laughs> I'm gonna. We, we, record, we don't need to do shit. We're gonna record <laughs> West Croydon. Yeah. We need to do a deeper dive into Jacob's feelings of Croydon. And we're going to post it up for you. And you tell me how you feel about West Croydon. Because nah. my goodness. My nah. goodness gracious me. Sorry, this, this is Fair outrageous. Play, <laughs> See, you didn't find out from West Croydon. This, this was Yeah, because it's too specific. <laughs> no, Stormzy from Fort Neath, Krepsnick owner from Fort Neath. No, but they would just associate Croydon. Like, because they're bringing up Stormzy and stuff like yeah. that in this article. That's what I'm saying. So, oh, okay. Well, we'll, well, we'll save that one for. Yeah, let's 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 wrap it up. So for a later date of a deep dive into, we just call that segment Jacob versus West Crowder. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> I like that because uh, this is what it is, bro. And we'll come as the defense for West Crowder, bro. <laughs> come right. to the stand, everything, bro. Because yeah, this is this is crazy, bro. Uh, yeah, but yes um yeah i guess we could wrap that up um obviously like we always say much appreciate much love to everyone that has been supporting that's right following sharing everything anything so do you know what i mean you just gotta just gotta keep on following the boys and we're gonna try and create content for you guys on a um continuous basis mm-hmm. um like we've said <clears throat> happily throw things our way that you poss- potentially want us to speak about there's actually a few that um over last week that people have sent to me that i've not even um discussed with you guys we'll probably discuss after this and stuff like that but um yeah we're open to all ideas anything because and then one thing i wanted to point out is that um there's things that people have sent to me of recent and like, oh, are you not going to talk about that? And I'm like, we don't really go in. We obviously will speak about anything, innit? Like what? But it's just, for instance, um, certain controversial things, or I'm not controversial things, but gossipy things. Yeah, that's not us. Um, or like, who pays for the first date? N- not even that. Sort out amongst yourselves. That's a great answer. <laughs> that's actually a great answer. But even something like that, I actually wouldn't mind speaking about that. But I don't really care at the same time. 
But then when it comes to more gossipy kindness and stuff, it's not me shutting it down, but I'm like, one, YouTube, for instance, aren't social media aspects, social media debates don't really touch you lot unless I bring it to you guys. Yep. Do you know mm. what I mean? Unless it's West Croydon. Hell <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> if there's West Croydon slander, Jacob will sign up to every social media subconscious. I'll be there. 4am, he's like, someone's slandering West Croydon. Um, but yeah, like, obviously certain gossipy things are not really our forte. And if it's funny and stuff like that, we will happily discuss it um, and stuff like that. But yes, like did you like to say you tell a friend to tell a friend the most formal way i've ever heard him speak let alone say that phrase um, and jacob <laughs> like and subscribe if you don't live in west croydon <laughs> all right if you live in west croydon like subscribe share everything i'm joking like and subscribe <laughs> you can't let him tarnish it <laughs> Damn, we're gonna have a counseling session after this, but nah, um, nah, real talk, love and support all the, all the time, guys. And yeah, we're just gonna keep coming. And boom, Joe, I'm signing out, Dej, signing out, Jacob, signing out. Peace, thank and, you for listening. I'm big up West Croydon, <laughs> big up West Croydon, trust me. Oh boy.